one for podcasting. From the Jethro's Barbecue Studio, with amazing slow-smoked wings and world-famous baby back ribs, this is Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNL. The PSAs you hear on Miller Condon and iHeartMedia Des Moines are presented in part by Nick Mick. We take care of our own. Now, here's Miller and Condon. All right, welcome back, Miller and Condon. We're live at Principal Park on Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. It is the KXNO Cyhawk. What color do you bleed? Annual blood drive going on here. And there are appointments available. They were packed earlier this morning, but wide open right now. If you'd like to come down, if you have an hour or so to get to the process, you're not going to be in the chair the entire hour, but you have to fill out some paperwork in advance of that. Uh, they're here until 1245. If you're in the area, if it's something you haven't done in a while or something you've always meant to get around to doing, of course, the summer now that it's, for the most part, behind us, uh, there's a always a need, but after the summer months, even more critical, a shortage of a lot of different blood types. So if you have time, we'd love to see you down here as Trent and I broadcast live. I have a principal park uh, for the uh, What Color Do You Bleed? Cyhawk KXNO annual blood drive. Let's head to Las Vegas. Mike Palm, Vice President of Operations for Circus Sports. He joins us. Hello, Mike Palm. Trent and Ken, how are you? Good morning, Ken. Good morning, Trent. Doing wonderful. Excited for the big game tomorrow. Yeah, excited for that. And, of course, you experienced this growing up here uh, in the state. Let's, uh, you know, let's start there, Mike. Uh, what are some of your memories of this Cyhawk game? You know, you know, going back, Matt Campbell's been the best thing for Kirk Ferentz there could ever be in this rivalry, right? I mean, they, you know, Paul Rhodes, uh, Paul Rhodes had the advantage over Ferentz in this rivalry. Uh, McCartney, who was one of his coaches, that you know, coached at Iowa, uh, the the you know the Cyclones for you know more than a decade and a half were dominant in this rivalry, and now it's really flipped, and uh, all the crazy ways Iowa State tries to lose here in the last half decade. Indeed it is. Well, let's uh, let's look back before we look forward. Uh, the NFL, the uh, curtain lifted last night. Uh, the Super Bowl champs had the Super Bowl favorites in their building. Buffalo, a favorite to win uh, this uh, this year's Super Bowl. Of course, the Rams celebrating uh, prior to the game yet again. Uh, who did you need last night? Buffalo certainly put it on them. Uh, was there, being proximity so close to Los Angeles, uh, was there a lot of Rams money come in, or did you guys see a lot of Bills action? No, you know, it was almost all bills, uh, Ken. And, uh, you know, the line went from one Rams to two and a half. It came back to two. There was a little bit of buyback at two and a half on the Rams. But it was, uh, it was uh, you know, like a $300,000 swing, not in our direction. Uh, and really, you know, we, I guess we teased this a little bit getting the tie at the halftime. But think if the Bills didn't turn the ball over that much, how bad this game would have would have been, and I was at I was at Bar Canada for the game. You know, it was packed. All of our venues were packed, but I would say it was eighty twenty bills to Rams fans, and pretty amazing being in LA. It's a three and a half hour drive. <laughs> that's really is, yeah. Well, Buffalo fans, we know they travel, and they're hoping to travel to a Super Bowl and uh, a game in. It looks like maybe they are destined for that spot. Uh, Mike, I had a, a question for you. You know I love betting baseball throughout the course of the summer and the day-to-day grind of it. There's something fun about that aspect. But outside of really Tuesdays and Wednesdays at this point, there's not going to be a whole lot of handicapping in baseball as it pertains to a handle compared to, say, a normal weeknight in July compared to when we get to football season. How much is the handle cut down before we get to the MLB playoffs? About 40%. 
uh, it goes down. Mm, and not yeah. to your point, not in the weekdays, but on Saturday and Sunday. Uh, it, mm-hmm. It's almost you know the the action goes to being like eighty to eighty five percent is just are just the pros at that point because the casual better, although they might put in one or two bets on a Saturday or Sunday, is now focused on on football, uh, college football on Saturday and the NFL on Sunday. So you don't see the volume. You see more sharp action, and you see more decisions, actually, because that balance of, of sharp versus recreational play isn't really there anymore with the baseball, although baseball is the sport, obviously, that has you know the highest percentage of sharp play of, uh, of the four major sports. A very difficult uh, week number one in the NFL, Mike, especially you know for those of, of, of playing Survivor. Uh, you feel like you can maybe zero on a little, little bit, but not maybe with that most utmost confidence. Is there a game out there that um, when you guys hung the numbers that, you, that, that the betters or the pros or whoever was first to get to the counter went in a direction that you didn't think that they would go? Is there a game that you're seeing a disproportionate amount of money bet uh, on a, any given team that uh, you didn't see coming? No, it's really balanced, and I'm looking at the decisions are very, very small right now. Um, but the, the volume is going to come, uh, you know, Saturday night and Sunday morning. The last hour before the game, you write 70% of the volume on the game. It's still pretty pretty amazing. You know, people bet into the openers, but in this case, the openers were months ago. So it's different than opening them on Sunday night for the next week and people betting into that number. So obviously there's movement in the Browns game because of, uh, because of the quarterback situation and not knowing Deshaun Watson suspended, not suspended, would they make a decision? Movement towards the Chiefs because of the injuries to the Arizona defense. But other than that, not much. Obviously, the Ravens went up uh, uh, with the quarterback injury for the Jets and, uh, you know, Zach Wilson out, now Flacco for three weeks. Although that surprised me a bit because we really knew Wilson wasn't going to play. So the little bump to the Ravens this week when it was confirmed Surprised me a little. Some places were still at six and a half. They went to seven. We were at seven. We went to 20 cents juice on the Ravens at seven. We're seeing a little bit of Tampa Bay money on Sunday night against Dallas, uh, and a little mm-hmm. bit of, uh, a little bit of Charger money against the Raiders on Sunday afternoon, but not, not too much movement. Well, Ken mentioned, of course, the NFL, and we're excited. My plays are in for Circa Survivor and Circa Million. A little bit nervous, you know, hitting the submit button there and sending it off to the proxy and getting loaded up for the first time. Mike, I know you guys are getting incredibly close to that $6 million threshold uh, for the contest for Circa Survivor. And Circa Millions, uh, what, approaching about $4 million right now. What are you guys seeing and what? For somebody maybe on their way to the airport right now, still time to sign up, what, through, through tomorrow afternoon? Is that right? Yeah, 2 p.m. tomorrow, but it's tough tomorrow. A lot of the proxies shut off at 10 a.m. or 11 a.m. because they have to put the picks in. Mm. So they, they can't keep taking uh-huh. registrations. We're not going to post another number. Um, we're at like we're at 4,000, so we need 2,000 more for the millions. I think we're at 53 and change. I will get there in Survivor. Um, hoping for a big push. We did 600 entries, a little over 600 yesterday. I think we'll get between eight and 900 today. But Saturday, we've seen the Saturdays through the years. It's hard to get more than 200 in um, just because of the congestion. Plus, there's a long line of people betting college football and betting, betting the Sunday games as well. So mm-hmm. I know Derek's warned about this get it in. Today's really the last big push. I'm interested to ask you guys, uh, and if you don't want to, you don't have to, I guess, but not much of a disadvantage just mm-hmm. early in the year. 
who you chose in Survivor. I don't think there'll be any clear consensus this week. I suggested that the most bet game in Survivor would be the Titans. Um, Mitch Moss thinks it's going to be the 49ers. Michael Lombardi thinks it's going to be the Ravens. Another friend of mine says the Colts. Another friend of mine says Titans won't be in the top three taken. So I'm really interested to see where people go. Are you, are you going to divulge each Friday who you chose? We yeah, are. we absolutely yep. are. So here's uh, my group. We have three entries. We took the Titans, we took the Ravens, and we took the Colts. So you listed all three of those teams. Yeah. We've got Titans, Ravens, and Colts. I guess if there was one, the one I feel the least amount of confidence in, um, I feel really good about all of them. To be honest. Maybe the Titans, Mike? I don't know. They're at home, though. I, they're at home. They're the... You, Everybody forgets they were the number one seed in the AFC. Wasn't the Chiefs? Wasn't right. Phil? Yeah. They were the, They had eighty. Yeah. They played eighty-five players last year. That's the most of anybody. Of course, Henry was out. They were affected by injuries more than any other team, and they were still the one seed. Tannehill has a horrific playoff game with three interceptions, and of course, the kicker for Cincinnati was terrific. And they get beaten that game. I mean, yeah. have they fallen that far? Who were the Giants? I, I, I'm to me, if I had six. It wouldn't even be close. I would take them all in the tight. You would wow. all, you would go all, all in on Tennessee this week. Yeah, all six, all in. I think I think you got to go all in the first four, five, six weeks if you can, and then and then you can start to. Diver- I I don't like the theory of. I hope you go three and zero, oh, you know, and, and you vitiate your risk, but you yep. can't you can't be afraid to lose. If you're afraid to lose, you won't win. That's an excellent point. Yeah. Uh, we, we never thought of it that way. I'm going to bring it up at our next phone call on Wednesday night. <laughs> and I'm afraid to lose, and that's why I went with Baltimore. With, with Flacco in yeah. there, I just went that direction. Of course, I just had the one entry with that and the one in million, so I went that direction. And, uh, you know, a lot of theory uh, about this. In order to win Circa Survivor, you have to beat everybody. You have to make it to the end. You have to get there. And I think there is uh, something to be said about mapping it out. It's something where... I just wanted to survive, and and now, Mike, I'm already rethinking uh, my strategy and what I did. <laughs> That's the thing about Survivor is there's so many stories, and if you're in a group, really you guys can talk about it. Plus, plus the whole season, you're going to be sweating what everybody else took, right? You're hoping that all the teams yeah. that you didn't take that are the favorites lose to, to start wailing the field. I just think it's so much more fun. Uh, the millions is where we need the signups, but it's tough, boy. You know, five guys split the six million last year, um, and three of them hit the bonus. So two guys got at one point two million, three guys got one point five three three million. None of them a professional gambler, right? A guy that sells roofing, school teacher. I mean, it's just it's the every man's story, and and the picking the five for for eighteen weeks and and against the pros and that it's. Where there's 126 payouts as opposed to one, but it's it's tough. I mean, to think just just think about it. if you had a gambling your gambling bankroll and you bet the NFL on Sundays and say you know you gotta you gotta hit 65 percent to cash or 70 71 percent to win you you're happy you know if you go three and two and you hit 60 percent so right. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed, that won't get you close. No. Uh, Mike, where will back to the Seahawk game for a second? Uh, where will this game come in? Is so there's so many games in the middle of the afternoon. What will be your most bet college football game tomorrow? Will it be USC and Stanford just because it's you know prime time on Saturday night? Uh, how much action? How much? What right will you do? Do you think on Seahawk? Yeah, it'll be decent. 
uh, because it's a rivalry game and it's a close spread. The closer the spreads, the more right there are games. I'm surprised it's three and a half, honestly. I mean, I only watched about half of the Iowa State game. I watched every snap of the Iowa game. Yeah, I bet under again. I bet under six times live in the Iowa game on Saturday. God, there's just no explosiveness there. I mean, they're playing against, you know, South Dakota. Geez, uh, I'm surprised it's three. I thought this game would be two or two and a half, and it's three and a half. It surprises me, but I, I know the history of what Campbell and all the buffoonery they've done in, uh, against Ferrets and the Hawkeyes, and the game is at, at Kinnick. Um, you, you make an interesting point about Stanford USC because this is a this is a, a sharp versus a recreational play. A lot of sharps on Stanford uh-huh. this week, um, and all the public money on USC. So I I, I, I would have said Alabama Texas would be the highest right, but you might be right about USC and Stanford. Really good one. All right, Mike, I want to, we started with the Cyhawk game. I want to dive into those numbers. First of all, the total comes out after that just awful, awful performance out of the Hawkeye offense last week. Everybody's flooding in. I've seen a couple of shops that are, are talking about over 95% of the money is on the under in this game. Not only that, it feels like much of the public is on Iowa State. You guys have been basically a three and a half all week long. Saw a couple of fours out there, but but not a whole lot. What you're seeing both in the total of this game and what you're seeing as it pertains to the point spread. And are you guys making a decision? Are you happy taking both that under money and some cyclone money right now? Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know. Well, I haven't talked to Matt Metcalf and, uh, and, the, and the guys that really focus on the college football that much about this game. Um, but I know you can't go too low because – if you, you know, it's at 40 and a half. If you go to 40 or even 39 and a half, you're going to trigger a lot of over money um, in, in this spot because it, it just the total is too low. It's hard to stay. And I remember some Wisconsin Iowa games in recent years, right, where it got down to 39, 38 and a half, 38. It's hard not to score when there's that many possessions. The clock stops on the, the first down. I mean, there's a lot of plays in college football. And, and most teams kind of run up tempo. Iowa, you know, Iowa's the, the opposite of that. And, and Ferentz is, of course, very conservative, and his punter is often his best weapon. But it's still hard to get under those numbers with the number of offensive plays um, that are run, you know, and you even think about defensive scores or special team scores. So uh, I think we're okay. We'd like to be balanced here, and we're probably going to need the over, and that's all right. Uh, I would guess that we'd be we'd be fine because I I. Look, if this number stays three and a half and you told me I have to bet the game, I cannot lay three and a half with Iowa. Uh, I, I would have to take the Cyclones here because there's got to be a big improvement from week one to week two out of Iowa for them to, to cover that number. Or Padilla gets an opportunity to come in the yes. backup, <laughs> which, uh, which may be the case. Uh, hey, Mike, last thing for you. I saw that on your social media, you guys are already taking reservations for Super Bowl Sunday. Of course, Circa's going to be packed. Uh, if you are you know, planning, you've already planned your trip to, to Vegas where you want to watch the Super Bowl. It is a special place on Super Bowl weekend. You guys are taking reservations both inside and outside at Stadium Swim. And the website's the best place to, uh, uh, to, to go there and take care of that business, Mike? Yeah, as well. And all, we also have the big outdoor party at the event center, downtown Las Vegas event center, where we'll oh. have 6,000 people as well. So two terrific outdoor <laughs> venues. And then the sports book is obviously great. We'll have our casino player party, the invited guests up in the ballroom that just opened on the third level. So, yeah, it's interesting. We were taking a look at what, what are now the biggest weekends in Vegas. 
gambling-wise, you know, it's Super Bowl, March Madness. Third now is this opening weekend of NFL. And I'm judging that by gaming revenue and huh. retail, meaning ho- hotel prices. Um, and yeah. then, you know, what I think emerging is going to be fourth is might be wild card weekend. So, I mean, three out of the four really now driven by NFL. No surprise. King football, after all. Mike Baum, Vice President of Operations at Circus Sports. He joins us at this time each and every Friday. Mike, uh, I know you're going to be busy this weekend. Hope you get close to that number. Uh, I agree with you. I think you'll fly over in Survivor, get over in Survivor, uh, maybe uh, within uh, you know 5,000 or so uh, in Circa Millions. Mike, enjoy the weekend. Thank you very much for coming on. We'll talk to you next Friday. Thanks, guys. Enjoy the game. Yes, indeed we will. Mike Palm. Uh, an Iowa guy, born and raised in Dubuque, uh, now the vice president of operations at Circa Sports. Well, that's interesting. He would take the points and go under. Mm-hmm. I'm starting to think you're going to see Padilla. I think so, too. I'm not saying to start. There's, we have heard rumblings from multiple places this week that there is a real possibility that this is not just starter backup. The reps, though not significant, more reps than normal this week for Padilla. I've As opposed that. to uh, going into last right. week's game. Yes. Not a ton, mm-hmm. but more. Read into that what you will, but I've seen that and read that and talked to a person about that. Uh, so a couple places. Again, this is not Padilla starting. This is not nope. a short leash, but certainly shorter than we saw a week ago. Uh, it, it almost has to be. Yes. It almost has to be. Because I think Iowa State's going to score. I think Hunter Dexter's mm-hmm. is going to find a yep. way uh, to get uh, some of those receivers, hit them in stride. Look, the, the, the Iowa corners, and Riley Moss is really good. Yeah. And Peters, I like Peter. I like him better on special teams. Uh, Roberts, Rob- you mean? No, Terry Roberts. Roberts. Terry, Terry Roberts, yes, thank you. Not Terry Peters. No, not Terry Peters. That's a different guy. Different guy. He doesn't play football. <laughs> he does not. Um, but, but Terry Roberts, really good special teams player. Adequate. On on the left corner, mm-hmm. um, boy oh boy! I and they're playing cash this week with with the Jacobs injury. They're going to be playing cash more. That means that DeGene cannot play nope. cornerback as much nope. as he'll be playing the be cash Roberts. position. So it's going to be Roberts out there a whole mm-hmm. lot more. Interesting. I, I like how you brought that point up. Yeah, um, I'm not moving off my pick. Seventeen thirteen close. Seventeen thirteen. Deckers, we're talking about him on Monday. Deckers puts his thumbprint on this on this rivalry. He's solid. Solid. Okay. He's solid. Who's the player of the game? Deckers. I think it has to be for Iowa yeah. State to win. For Iowa to win, who's the player of the game? Alex Padilla. You think so? Yeah. Riley Moss? A couple of picks? A couple of pick sixes? We it's not just getting an interception. I mean, they yeah, got to score Yeah, because they have to cash it. in, right? right? Yeah, right. they have to cash in. Uh, interesting. It's going to be a blast. Tom Kaker's got more on it coming up. We'll get into the Hawkeye uh, men's basketball conference schedule was released yesterday. Get some of the highlights on that. Kaker is next. Our pick still to come. We're live at Principal Park. Love to see you down here. There are openings. Uh, it is the LifeServe Blood Center uh, annual. What color do you bleed blood drive? The Cyhawk rivalry. KXNO has been a part of it with LifeServe Blood Center for the last three years. Appointments available right up until 1245. Walk in Welcome. The process takes about an hour. If you have an hour, love to see it's Miller and Condon on Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. 
Football fans, the first Sunday of the NFL season is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is giving new customers a great offer to celebrate the return of the NFL season. New customers bet just 5 bucks and get $200 instantly in free bets. And as an added bonus for week number one, every single one of us can experience the thrill of DraftKings' early win promotion. It's simple. Bet on any NFL team to win. If at any point during the game the team that you bet on has a 10 point lead you get paid instantly even if they find a way to blow the game get out your phone right now and download the DraftKings Sportsbook app use promo code KXNO you'll get $200 in free bets instantly when you place a $5 bet this Sunday that's promo code KXNO only at DraftKings Sportsbook must be 21 or older Iowa only bonus issued as free bets one early win token issued at opt-in money line bets only deposit and wagering restrictions do apply eligibility and terms at DraftKings.com slash football terms gambling problem Call one. Get your podcast. You may have heard me talking this summer about Fat Charlie's coming soon to Urbandale. It's an upscale sports bar serving high-end favorites. Well, now it's open. Just off the Douglas exit on 8035, 121st Street in Urbandale, that's where you'll find Fat Charlie's. And you'll find cold beer, good drinks, and great food. Fat Charlie's. Make sure you tell him Heather sent you in. After the storms hit central Iowa recently, you see companies from all over the country come to Iowa to take advantage of Iowans misfortune. They're here today, gone tomorrow. You want to stick with companies you know, companies like Wolf Roofing. You know Wolf Roofing will be here long after the storm. They've been here for over 25 years. Wolf Roofing and its employees are central Iowans just like you. When storms hit and misfortune happens... They take care of their own. Go to Wolf Roof. Now open in Urbandale. Get in on the action with the world's largest sports book. Right at your fingertips. Circa Sports Iowa is where the pros play. Enjoy the highest limits, lowest takeouts, and competitive betting menus. Download, fund, and bet from anywhere in Iowa. Circa Sports Iowa. Sports betting the way it should be. Download your new bookie today. Visit CircaSports.com. Must be over 21 and present in Iowa to bet. Have a gambling problem? Coin.com. That just passed 11.30 on Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KX. You know, we should uh, remind you, if you'd like to win tickets to see uh, the Hawkeyes next Saturday night, it's a night game at Kinnick Stadium against Nevada. Uh, you can do so simply by going to the Miller and Condon Twitter page. There you'll see the question, uh, the total yards in tomorrow's game between Iowa and Iowa State. It's closest without going over. Our friend Dr. Stephen Fuller has provided Trent and I with uh, football, t- two tickets to every one of the Hawkeyes games uh, this year, and there's still some big ones coming up. Uh, Nevada tickets, if you'd like to win them, the Miller and Condon Twitter account, you must use the hashtag Fuller Dental. Uh, if you get that number... But somebody's, if you put down a number, say 650, somebody's claimed that number prior to you. They get it, not you, not you. So scroll through, see if your number is available. It's closest without going over. Use the hashtag Fuller Dental. Here's Tom Caker at HawkeyeReport.com as we uh, get set for the Hawkeyes perspective on things. Hello, Tom. Trent and Ken, how are you? Doing well. And if it's 650. Uh, I'll, uh, yes, a lot. I don't know what I'll do. I'll, uh, yeah, I'll walk, I'll walk shirtless <laughs> around Kinnick Stadium. 
<laughs> yeah, I don't think it's going to be. I think the world is safe, Tom. Yeah, uh, from, from from that uh, visual. Hey, before we get into this game, just a just a thought or two from you. Uh, the uh, Hawkeyes, the men's basketball conference schedule was released yesterday, Tom. It seems like there's more weekend games uh, at Carver than there has been uh, over the last couple of years. Uh, your takeaways from the schedule release yesterday? Yeah, and you know that's something that Fran has complained about. Uh, and and maybe that's one of the perks of winning a Big Ten uh, tournament title is you, you can your complaints get uh, get recognized a little bit more. <laughs> I don't know, but he he has complained. So you know, two Saturday games, which they weren't getting any of those in recent years. Sunday games, um, you know, that I, I think are fine. I like the I do like some of the Sunday games as long as it's you know a little bit more post NFL season. I think those are. Those are good, right. uh, and um, and less less of the, you know, Wednesday eight o'clock. I'm sure there's going to be a few of them. Wednesday eight o'clock, Tuesday eight o'clock, kind of starts, but a lot less of them. And that I think that's the big thing because that's just an attendance killer. Is you know January on a Tuesday night at at eight o'clock just hard to get to going to be a difficult stretch as they start things out down at the Emerald Coast. They'll take on Clemson in the first round with the win, more than likely TCU, who some people have as a top 10 team coming into the year after they pushed Arizona in the NCAA tournament. Georgia Tech in the challenge, that Duke matchup at MSG, Iowa State, Wisconsin. What a stretch there. Better be ready to strap it on early in the season again for the Hawks. That is that is a fun stretch um, and, and a good test for the team early on to see just how good this team is, uh, you know. You're and, and you've got a lot of different styles of teams in there too. With you know Wisconsin, uh, which will slow it down. You've got you know a Duke team that I think is going to try and run this year. Um, you know, you've got uh, TCU with you know Jamie Dixon's team's always really good on defense. They'll get after you there. So um, I think this is a, a pretty fun schedule for for Iowa and a lot of different looks as well. Let's get into what we will see starting at 3 o'clock tomorrow, Big Ten Network. Of course, uh, if you're uh, in the building or in Central I, we've got it in a couple of locations in our building. The Cyclones broadcast on 100.3 The Bus and, of course, the uh, Blowtorch uh, 1040 WHO, the Hawkeyes broadcast, as it always is. So, Tom, let's uh, get into the quarterback, and you listened to Petrus speak this week. Do you get a sense, Tom, from people around the program that uh, that Petrus may not have the leash that he had last week against South Dakota State. If it, and I think it's critical for the Hawks to get out to, to get off to a good start. Not saying they have to go the length of the field and score, but move the ball. Even if you have to settle for three, just show a pulse offensively, uh, because we get the sense that maybe Padilla uh, is going to be inserted earlier in this game uh, than maybe some would think. What are you hearing along those lines? Yeah, and, and I think a week ago we probably talked about like the first. You know, I talked about the first two drives. If they go south, it, it would get ugly, and it got ugly. I mean, the Blue Birds were out drive two, and yeah. and rightfully so because it just was not. It did not look good. Uh, it, I think they had one first down in the first two drives. And uh, talking to Brian Ferentz on Wednesday, it was clear to me that um, he is putting Spencer Peters on notice and that the leash is going to be very short on Saturday. And if I really think if they struggle in those first two drives, that they're going to go to the bullpen 
and Alex Padilla will be coming out. I don't, I don't have any information to back that up. Just a gut feel based on what Brian said. I just, I just think they're, um, they know that if it doesn't go well, it's going to get messy and maybe they just need to go to Padilla at that point and see what he can do. Interesting. So uh, we we await on that. Another thing, uh, a takeaway that I had from Brian's uh, press conference earlier in the week was he put a lot of this at the quarterback's feet. He said there was time to make those throws. It was, though the offensive line wasn't great, he put a lot back on Petrus. Is it... Is this a different kind of motivational ploy? Because, boy, it just feels like over three years, it's been difficult to find anything negative that anybody's wanted to say about Petrus. Yeah, um, and I, I do. I think there, that was a di- definitely a different change in tone. In fact, when he said it, I kind of just, you know, we were on Zoom, but I kind of like, whoa, you know, in, my, in the comfort of my own home, I was like, whoa, that's something uh, that he just dropped out there uh, out of the blue. And that's why I said I think he's kind of letting us know that uh, if things don't go well, changes changes coming to uh, the Iowa offense. And um, I think he was directly pointing the finger that you know he basically said when Spencer's mechanics are good, his throws are good. When his mechanics are sloppy, his throws are sloppy. And it's it's just that simple. I mean, the 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 play that I that I've gone back to multiple times this week, uh, you know, is the, the screen pass that he missed to Lishon, uh Williams. I mean, that was Wide that open. was six points. Six points. And yep. he just barely got any pressure on him, and he just airmailed it over him. I mean, you can't do that. Not when you're a third-year starter uh, at a Big Ten school. You, you, you have to make that play. Yeah, no doubt about it. Tom Caker at com is our guest. Tom, uh, the Iowa State offensive line, I think, is uh, going to play a huge role in the outcome of this game. And what I mean is if, if Hunter Deckers gets time to throw the football, uh, I think he's got a big enough arm and he's, he's accurate enough and he's got a whole core of receivers. I mean, where Iowa would just love a couple of those guys uh, to, to be part of their roster uh, be, with, with the uh, lack of uh, bodies, quite frankly. Iowa State's got a whole bunch of them. If Deckers gets time to throw the football, might this be the end of the winning streak for Iowa? It could. Um, I, I think really in a lot of ways how Deckers plays is going to maybe determine the game and the outcome, and this would be his first road start. And, um, you know, I, I was, uh, we were talking about this the other day, a couple of us. Deckers grew up a Hawkeye fan. He was a big, big Iowa fan growing up. So, you know, this is going to be a, a huge game for him. I think personally as well, just to be able to go against, uh, against the Hawkeyes. And um, so I, I, I'm real curious how he plays because we've seen got some guys just get swallowed up by that moment uh, in, in a hostile environment like that and, and make a couple of mistakes. And we've, we've seen Phil Parker's defense just dine on those things over the years and, and create four or five turnovers in a game uh, just, just by doing what they do. Uh, so that, to me, how Deckers handles, you know, the environment and how he plays, I think, goes a long way to determining the outcome of this game. Was that the year that Iowa took Deuce Hogan and already had him in the mix before Deckers kind of yep. blew up, got that Purdue offer, and yep. and Iowa State? Is that the year? Mm-hmm. Yep, that's when he, he went to those Elite Eleven Kentucky. camps, and yeah, yeah, he went to the uh, Elite Eleven camps and all that stuff, and and just blew up. And Iowa had already taken Deuce, so 
That was that. <laughs> what a what a world. All right, Tava, one last thing for me on this game, and it is certainly special teams. We know Tori. He's, he's going to be a stud, as he always is. The question is the field goal spot. Blama on that second one. He got it, but there wasn't a whole lot there. I thought he missed. Yeah. He curled I, in, but I thought he was going to miss yeah, again. Puckering a little bit there after the missed field goal early on. Again, speaking of short leashes, if Blah misses another one, could we see the freshman Drew Stevens? Yeah, I think that's obviously a short leash. You're right, boy. That thing just it it, it got. Uh, it was one of those that was like a it was it was like a home run at Wrigley that just barely makes it into the basket kind of thing. It just fell right in yeah. there. It just fell over the, the goalpost. It was just knuckling in there. Um, so yeah, I I think there's a, a short leash there too. Um, and you know, the field goal kicker is going to maybe determine the outcome of this game, don't you think? I mean, just I think I was. I think he's going to yeah, make yep. it close, and I don't think Iowa's offense has, has the ability to blow anybody out. So it it could come down to a you know a, a field goal. It could we could be looking at nine six again. You know, thirteen <laughs> three. Uh, we've seen those yeah. before. We have uh, I almost no guarantee it. it won't be uh, Tom- it won't be forty one forty. I'll guarantee you it won't be 41-40. I uh, would be surprised. <laughs> I, I would be surprised. How did you call the game at Hawkeye Report, uh, Tom? Have you got your prediction up yet? Yeah, I I picked Iowa to win 17-10, and then I joked that they had seven safeties and a field goal to get to 17. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, we'll see. I think that's gonna, there's not going to be a ton of points scored. Everybody's on the under. Uh, we'll see if they're right. Tom, great stuff. Thank you, as always. Uh, enjoy the game, Tom. We'll read your recap, etc., and your coverage of this game at HawkeyeReport.com. Thank you, Tom. We'll talk to you next Friday. Okay. Thanks for having me on, guys. Bye-bye. Yeah, appreciate it. Tom Caker at HawkeyeReport.com. So 1710 mm-hmm. uh, for Tom at HawkeyeReport.com. A uh, couple of, just a quick note, uh, there's going to be some changes in Major League Baseball next year. Major League Baseball's competition committee has just approved a pitch clock. So if the bases are empty, the pitcher has to throw the ball 15 seconds after he gets it back. If there's runners on, that number goes to 20. Uh, and their shift has been significantly altered two infielders only on each side of second base so you have to have two infielders on each side of second base mm-hmm. and they mo- both must have their feet in the dirt we're gonna get some offense out of this you huh? can no longer go play shallow right or shallow left field bigger change than i anticipated with that i didn't think it was going to be that significant right away i'm with you so what does this do in early baseball as far as totals in baseball games over is over right now unfortunately they'll adjust too yes so you mean they know about this they got word to this rule too i thought it's just you and me no their analytical powers are just a little bit stronger than ours uh, but certainly some changes. Yeah, I bigger like it. Bigger bases uh, was unanimous. What's the bigger bases thing about? I think it's a safety issue. Oh, okay. It's all safety issue. Uh, the, the first baseman when he's coming down the mm-hmm. bag, second yep. slides at second base, uh, et cetera. Uh, so changes coming. And look, the pitch clock has worked here. I mean, yeah, we're seeing games at Principal Park. An hour and 56 minutes there was a game earlier this year. That's a good That's point. almost not enough. <laughs> Well, yeah, you want to get a couple right. of beers and a dog, right. and yeah. And boom, you're well, walking out of the stadium. It's well, over. I just got here. Guess I got to walk to a bar. 
Uh, Miller and Condon, live at Principal Park. We will be back. Our picks coming up. Again, one more time, uh, the Miller and Condon Twitter account, if you'd like to win tickets to see the Nevada game, uh, there'll be far fewer entries than there was for Cyhawk. Uh, make sure you grab that number, that you're the first one to grab that number. What that number I'm t- referring to is totally ours. Iowa and Iowa State is closest without going over. If you are that person, we'll get you two tickets to next week's night game at Kinnick between Nevada and Iowa. You have to use the hashtag at Fuller Dental, not at Fuller Dental, hashtag Fuller Dental. Miller and Condon, back with our picks live at Principal Park for the What Color Do You Bleed? Cyhawk Annual Life Serve Blood Center KXNO Blood Drive. They are here until 1245. We're back to wrap things up on 106.3. Plays. Guys, are you looking for an excuse to watch football all weekend long? Then schedule your vasectomy with the Urology Center of Iowa. The Urology Center of Iowa offers nitrous during your vasectomy, cutting-edge technology to help you relax during your procedure. Make the call to 515-400-3550. That's 400-3550 or online at iowauro.com. Vasectomies with the Urology Center of Iowa. And tell them you heard it. You may have heard me talking this summer about Fat Charlie's Coming soon to Urbandale, it's an upscale sports bar serving high-end favorites. Well, now it's open. Just off the Douglas exit on 8035, 121st Street in Urbandale, that's where you'll find Fat Charlie's. And you'll find cold beer, good drinks, and great food. Fat Charlie's. 1-800-BETS-OFF. Joined by Dr. Heidi Bell from Elite Eye Care, University Avenue, West Des Moines, and the Eye Company in Ankeny. Dr. Bell, tell us about vision therapy. Not only are we doing vision therapy to rehab visual issues that are impacting reading, learning, and sports in general, but we're also using vision therapy to enhance visual skills like eye-hand coordination, timing, reaction speed, and overall accuracy and efficiency. To get started with our sports vision therapy, get a comprehensive eye exam at either of our locations at the Eye Company in Ankeny or in our West Des Moines location. That's Elite Eye Care in West Des Moines and the Eye Company in Ankeny. And online, Which home selling team. Like many of you, my home was hit by the storm recently. My roof had hail damage. And I knew there was one place to call. It's Trent Condon. For Wolf Roofing. I've known the team at Wolf Roofing now for almost a decade. They're central Iowans that care about community and doing the job right. Go with a company that you know. A company from here. Go with Wolf Roofing. Set up your appointment at 515-225-8866. 225-8866 or online. Wolf Roofing. Indulgence. The biggest pro football overlays in Vegas are back with $12 million in guaranteed prizes only at Circa Sports with two ways to win and no rate. Circa Million with quarterly payouts and 100% payback. And Circa Survivor. Select one team each week with no point spread. Take in the big money with $12 million in guaranteed prizes. Enter in Vegas. Play from anywhere. Visit CircaSports.com for details. Football Friday picks from Miller and Condon on KXNO. Brought to you by Circus Sports. Sports betting the way it should be with Circus Sports Iowa. All right, welcome back, Miller and Condon, Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. They'll want to take our names off of that. <laughs> our, their, their name off of it if we do as badly as we did. Trent was 2-3. and three. He had the better week of the two of us. 
I started out with a stellar one, three, and one. Ooh. Two and three versus one, three, and one. Circus Sports sponsors our picks of the week. Uh, are you ready? Do you feel better this week than you did last? I do. Yeah, because I, of the NFL? The NFL, it just gets back to our normalcy, what we do, to college, to pro, and a best bet. I, I just I like the format that we have. I feel confident in the format. Five college games kind of sifting through, sorting through. Now, look, I play a lot more than five games every week, as you know, mm-hmm. but it's just I love this format that we have. So I'm feeling confident. I'm feeling good, and I think I took too many favorites last week. So let's go right now and get it going as I have the tee box after a 2-3 and three performance. Did hit my best bet, though, last week. We kicked things off with the game we talked about earlier with Bama Bob. You can catch that on the podcast page. USC going on the road to Stanford. Mentioned I watched a lot of the USC games, saw the highlight package, an extended one. Really impressed by Caleb Williams. You know he's going to be good in that offense and what Lincoln Riley has. But they were aided by three pick sixes in that game. Stanford, they were off to a good start a year ago before injuries just absolutely decimated them. I'm on the Cardinal. I'm going to grab the eight and a half. Give me Stanford with pick number one. Pick two, Keaton Slovis against that Tennessee defense that we saw a year ago. I love this spot here for the Panthers. They also have the extended time with the two extra days that they have to prepare for this one. They get it at home. Give me the Panthers plus six and a half at home against the Volunteers. To the NFL we go and we start things off with the Pittsburgh Steelers. They're getting six and a half at Cincinnati. If you've heard us this summer, I have been fading Cincinnati in every spot possible. I got bets on them not to make the playoffs this year and a whole lot more. The Super Bowl hangover is real. Give me Cincinnati plus the six and a half. Here is my one favorite for the week. Joe Flacco, come on. Against his old team, no chance. Baltimore wins this one going away. They had a great offseason. They're my pick to win the Super Bowl. Give me Baltimore. I'll lay the six in the hook. And my best bet, guess where I'm going? Back to the Mac. And my man, Coach Creighton, at Eastern Michigan. They have been a covering machine since he left Drake to take that job. And we're going right back to the well. On the road against the Raging Cajuns, give me Eastern Michigan plus the 11 and a half. Yeah, Raging Cajuns, they got blown out last week. Uh, we shall see. All right, let's get into it, Trent. I've got a couple of plays. We're different in one of them. May as well start there. I'm going to take USC. Uh, USC, they're just so potent on the offense. I know when Mike Palm joined us uh, to kick off the, uh, this hour of the program, and you can hear Mike Palm's podcast, he says that the pros are all betting Stanford. He says the... Other The rest of us, which I fall into that category, are betting USC. I'll take USC, lay the 8.5. Uh, I think that this offense is too much for Stanford. The other game, I'm going to lay a bunch of points here because I do not like Texas's defense at all. I love Alabama's offense. I also like their defense. And I think that bodes for a long day for the Longhorns. I think uh, that Sark and company would like to make a statement in this game, but so does Nick Saban. I think uh, Nick Saban and uh, Alabama cruise uh, in this one. I'll lay the 20. Alabama pick number two. To the pros, Trent, I'm going against your Bears. It's the Niners. I know it's Trey Lance. I like this spot for him to really get his feet wet as the new era of quarterback. He It is his turn uh, from... Two to 53, the roster's as good as any in the NFL mm-hmm. for my money. Uh, Trey Lance, he doesn't need to be great. The Bears are going to be better. They're not going to be, uh, I don't think, in this game on Sunday. I'll take San Fran, lay the touchdown. Tennessee is a five-and-a-half-point favorite over the Giants. Why is this number only five-and-a-half? Tennessee is at home. Uh, the Giants are okay, uh, but Shaquan Barkley, I he hasn't been able to stay on the field. Look, Tennessee, they, as, as Mike Palm reminded us, they were the one seed last year in the, in the AFC. 
Uh, my best bet is those Baltimore Ravens, Trent. I'll lay the seven over the Jets. I think the New York teams are going to struggle. Enjoy the Cyhawk. Oh, it's going to be fun. It's going to drink a million is. beers tomorrow. I, I, I envy you. <laughs> I will after 8.30. Uh, that's it for us. Murph and Andy at one. Sean Roberts, uh, the, fan- uh, the Fanatics. Sean Roberts, the KXNO Drive at three. Football Friday night with Joe Stacy. That gets underway right at six. We're Miller and Condon.